most common method is to have swing weights progress a little bit. So the a driver head, you know, weighs a little over 200 grams and a lob wedge head weighs well over 300 grams. This is the Fitting Room Podcast. Here's your host, Nate Adelman. We are filled with gratitude over here at the Fitting Room headquarters as part of uh, Callaway Golf, and we are thankful that we are able to bring uh, new episodes of the Fitting Room uh, each and every week to our listeners, despite not being in our our, uh, normal studio the last couple months. Um, But the only reason we've been able to keep doing this is really because the golfers, uh, you guys have continued to listen. So thank you for uh, sticking with us to, uh, in this uh, weird 2020 that we're in now. And, you know, there's been, been some hiccups with sound quality and uh, finding spaces to record, but we're, we're just so thankful that we have listeners like you guys who are able to um, and want to keep uh, learning about your equipment and uh, uh, using your equipment to help you play the best golf. We're also thankful that uh, we've had such a great response to the spec series that we've been doing lately. It started a, a couple weeks back with a Lyangle episode. We then went to offset, a deep dive into length. And today we are going to continue that and go really deep into swing weight. Um, and a little bit more on that in a moment. Um, but really, uh, the fitting room here, we want to give back to our listeners And to do that, uh, for the first three weeks of July, we are doing a fitting room giveaway. All we are asking is if you're not already subscribed, please subscribe to the fitting room. Uh, Please leave us a review. And if you do both of those things, you will be automatically entered to win a Maverick driver of your choosing. Uh, We will build it out to your specs because that's what we do here on the fitting room. We want to get all of our golfers dialed in as best we can. So there's one more week left on our uh, fitting room giveaway uh, where we're giving back to you, the listener. A, a thank you for listening to us uh, here in 2020. Uh, we, ha- we have, I don't believe we've missed a, missed a Monday this year. So um, tons of great uh, content um, to help you play your best golf uh, using your equipment. So today's episode, as I mentioned, we are going deep into swing weight. And like every episode of the spec series, I am joined by Garrett Pond, uh, club specialist uh, down at the Ely Calloway Performance Center and fitting room regular. Garrett, how's it going today? Going good, Nate. Glad to be back with you for another uh, addition to the spec series here. So, um, uh, yeah, the golfers uh, that we've talked to have really enjoyed learning about things that they don't think about a lot. Uh, you know, we started with Lyangle. Uh, we went to Offset, which is definitely something people aren't thinking about because it's not really something – most golfers will adjust. Sometimes there are certain instances when we will. Um, length is often misunderstood, but related to length, um, something with, that, is com- that is very interconnected with any time you're changing length is swing weight. And we get a lot of questions about swing weight, overall weight, um, what's the difference, does it matter? Um, you know, they might feel something in the club and attribute it to swing weight when actually it might be overall weight and vice versa. So I thought today we could set the record straight on that. All right. Sounds good. You so got any, uh, okay, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, let's start with uh, breaking that down. What is the difference between overall weight and swing weight? Okay. Well, um, overall weight, you can think of that just like stepping on the scale and measuring how heavy 
you know, you are, you know, um, weighing yourself. It's just the total weight of all the components that make up the club, the grip, the shaft, the head, and the things you don't necessarily think about, like the tape under the grip and the, and the glue that, that holds the head on the shaft. So all those added up, that's total weight. Swing weight, on the other hand, um, is, a, is basically a scale um, that is a way to express um, the feeling of the club head as you swing the golf club. So how heavy does that head feel um, as you swing the club? So it's kind of almost like the, the answer to that question is, is, is in the question itself. So the right. weight of the club as you're swinging it. So overall weight, like you said, that is no matter how you hold the club, um, that is just what the club weighs all in, every part. And one way I think to illustrate the difference is if you hold a golf club by the grip and hold it straight out and, you know, waggle your hands, and then you flip it over and you hold it by the club head and waggle the grip or, you know, the opposite way, the club has not changed overall weight, but yet the way that it feels to you in your hands, when you're holding the club head, it's going to feel way, way lighter than when you're holding the grip end. Yeah. It's almost going to feel like a, a fencing sword all of a sudden where it's sort of counterweighted behind your hand where you right. can wave it around super fast, but maybe it's hard to control where the end of that, um, that, that grip now is, is going so the, the swing weight is uh, is more of a measure of distribution of weight or where the club is balanced and then correspondingly how that feels during your swing um, more so than it is a measure of overall weight now typically i think you would agree typically the heavier overall weight is the more likely you will have a heavier swing weight yeah for the most part and the the easiest way to get the golf club heavier or the most common way, I should say, is to change the shaft weight. You know, you get shafts, uh, if we're talking irons, 50-gram uh, iron shafts or 60 grams is pretty light. Those are usually graphite all the way up to 130, 135 in steel. So as you go up in total weight by changing the shaft, um, you're going to go up in swing weight. And it's about 12 grams, give or take, of a, a change in weight of the shaft to make a, a one-point change in, in swing weight. And we can... We can talk about what a point is kind of uh, as we go along in, in the episode here. So I guess maybe I'm going out of order here, but are there, there are exceptions to that where you can have heavy overall weight with light swing weight or vice versa. You can have a very light overall setup, but a heavier swing weight. Can you give us some examples of that just to kind of show the, the anomalies? Yeah. So swing weight is essentially a relationship between how much, weight is toward the club head end versus how much weight is toward the, the grip end. Um, so you could have a very lightweight shaft in there, uh, as you mentioned. So the club, you know, overall weight would feel fairly light. Um, and then you could put an ultra light grip. Some grips are available that are 25 grams. Most of them are around 50. So you reduce the weight on the grip end. And then now all of a sudden that the head end feels relatively heavy, um, even though the total weight um, it's pretty darn light, light shaft, light grip, um, with a normal head weight, you're going to have a really kind of head heavy feel to it. And often if I'll, if I'll, um, be fitting an amateur and, um, I'll have them try steel and then they want to try graphite. Um, a lot of the times, the first thing out of their, their, uh, mouth is, is this heavier now? And it's, um, you know, trying the graphite 
club for the first time. I think it's heavier because now the the head weight's the same, but the shaft is, is substantially lighter, so they think it's heavier down on the end. So they, they kind of notice that difference and feel quite a bit, and um, it's not a heavier club at all. And then from a from the opposite end of the spectrum, typically it's going to be the stronger players. So tour players, perhaps, Garrett, that you've worked with ha that have really heavy setups, like heavy components, but maybe the swing weight is light. Do you have yeah. examples of that? Yeah, the most notable one is uh, Sergio Garcia. I think he's been doing this for the, the majority of his career. Um, don't quote me on this, but I think Jack Nicklaus did it as well at some point. Yeah. Um, he would put, the, or uh, they would put weights in the end of their uh, golf club, right under the, the end of the grip there. Um, I've got one here for the people uh, that are viewing this. That's a little weight uh, made by a company called Tour Lock. That's a, I think that's a 20 gram weight. Um, and you can put that in the end of your grip. And the more weight you put into the um, grip side, your total weight is going up, but it's going to make the club head feel lighter unless you change the, the weight of the club head itself as well. Um, Sergio, uh, I think puts 30 gram weights. Last time I, I saw one of his clubs getting built, 30 gram weights in the, in the grip, a 130 gram shaft and a, a fairly normal head, head weight uh, for what a tour player tends to have as far as head mass in each of his irons. And his swing weights are, I think, C8, C9, which is uh, kind of normally attributed um, to the swing weight of a ladies or a juniors club. So club, if you picked it up and held it out in front of you, um, you know, in two hands, it'd feel like you could do curls with it. You know, it's like the bench press bar in your hand, but then when right. you put it down and hold it, like you're going to swing it, there's, there's not a, a, a tremendous sense of, of where the head is, at least in my opinion. Uh, and that certainly uh, works well for him. Yeah. So he built his irons or built to a D2 and then, Everything's, you know, built perfectly to a D2, and then when they add the, the weights in last, it brings them down to C7, C8, something like that. Yeah. So uh, extremely heavy. I, I honestly feel bad for the caddy because every single club is, uh, you know, all the, those 30 grams here, 30 grams there, yeah. 20 grams in the driver, it adds up, and his, his golf bag is a very heavy golf bag to carry, uh, but uh, very counterbalanced. And like you said, that – that helps him. He, he likes it really heavy because he's got a lot of lag, um, but then it, it helps helps him clear the club. I wouldn't say that's a setup that everybody would be successful with, but for him it's it's something unique to him that he's developed a feel for over time. Yeah, and I would, uh, I would make a note too that that's very much a, a process of trial and error for, uh, for a player like that that sort of discovers kind of that they, they like the club to feel like that. Um, rather than, you know, swinging a regular golf club and, and a club fitter or, or an instructor says, you know, let's change the trajectory or your dispersion or anything like that. We need to start, we need to do this. It's just sort of a, a nuanced process of, of trial and error and seeing what works for you and, and um, fitting for swing weight or deciding what swing weight you, you want your clubs yourself should be kind of thought of the same way. You kind of have to discover what, what you really like through, through some trial and error. So let's get back to basics. We talked about overall weight uh, being measured in grams. You know, a driver may weigh anywhere between 300 to 330, 340, depending on the player in, in grams. Anything lighter than 300 is considered an ultralight setup, you know, like the V-series from a couple years back with a very light driver, 
still at a D, D0, D2 swing weight, somewhere in there, but a light setup. Um, so swing weight, uh, we know overall weight is just grams. How is swing weight measured? Yeah, swing weight is, is an alphanumeric scale that's uh, unique to measuring golf clubs. It's not, you know, um, a, a scale that you'd measure any other um, piece of equipment with. Um, and it starts um, the, the uh, starts with A, and then it goes uh, zero through nine, and then goes all the way up to G, I believe, um, zero through through nine. So I think that gives you like I don't know seventy something, seventy two or so um, possible swing weights. And for the most part, if you're playing a, a, a club that is probably within an inch and a half below a normal length club and an inch and a half above a normal length club, your swing weights will most likely end up somewhere in the C's or the D's. So C um, zero to nine and D zero to nine. Those are the one, those are the most common weights and um, players that are kind of swing weight sa savvy um, they'll often kind of zero in on a swing weight that they, they know they like. Uh, on the girls' side, we see, well, when I say girls, I'm talking uh, professional, at the professional level, LPGA, Symmetra, and, and uh, the aspiring pros. We see a lot of college players. We see a lot of um, C9 to D1 swing weights. Um, probably the most of them are right at D0. So a little lighter swing weight than the men, which I'll talk about in a second. And I think that's, um, that gives those players a sense that they can create a lot of speed um, being slightly on the lighter side for swing weight. And uh, on the men's side, we'll see a range anywhere usually from about D2 on the lighter side up to D6 on the heavier side. So in general, a little heavier at that level, um, men versus women. And I think, um, you know, the heavier swing weights for players with a ton of power and a lot of speed feel like the heavier head feel gives them a sense of, of better control. Mm. Now with overall weight, uh, typically, we, what we would recommend is the shorter your club gets, the heavier the setup will be. And a lot of that is for control purposes. You know, on a 60-degree wedge, you, you're rarely taking a full swing. You want to be able to feel that club even at slower speeds and be able to control that club. And, and you don't even need to generate as much speed with a lob wedge as you do with a driver. Uh, how about swing weights? Should swing weights match the full set? Should they be flighted? As the clubs change, how do you typically approach, uh, you know, the optimal build or op the optimal makeup from a swing weight standpoint? Yeah, that, that's a good question. Um, the most common method is to have swing weights progress a little bit. So the um, a, a driver head, you know, weighs a little over 200 grams, and a um, lob wedge head weighs well over 300 grams. So every club um, in between those gets progressively heavier starting at the driver all the way to the to the wedge so the most common swing weight is a is a progression as well so uh we'll we'll often see you know um a two point difference between the driver and the lob wedge and then maybe the middle of the set will be right in between so uh, for example we'll see um, a lot of players on the pga d3 on their driver and three wood um, and then some, some players will get the, a hybrid that maybe feels a little more like an iron or a little bit more like, like their fairway wood. Um, irons are often uh, D4 or uh, D3 and a half, and then wedges D4 and a half, D5. And then uh, same thing on the, on the girls' side, D0 uh, at the top end of the bag with the, with the woods and, and up to D2 with the wedges. That's pretty common. 
but it's it's not a it's not a, a rule necessarily. We've also seen players that want all their clubs to have the exact same swing weight um, through the bag. In fact, um, uh, Phil Mickelson, who I've uh, worked with a lot over the years, at one time um, all of his clubs were D6 swing weight. Didn't matter if it was the wedges or the driver or anything in between. They all matched. And um, the last couple of seasons, he sort of discovered with the longer shafted driver that he's been using to hit bombs, mind you. <laughs> um, he's li- he likes a little bit lighter swing weight in, on that club. So, so there's do you really a rule, whether it's matching them like Phil did or counterweighting them and going super light like, like we talked about with Sergio. Um, but you kind of want to be aware of the swing weight during a club fitting. Um, uh, for instance, um, if a player mentions something like, um, you know, I, I really want to feel the head a lot that to me triggers, um, that they don't want a, a, a light swing weight. And then if they also say, I want to cut my three wood down an inch for control. If they don't have access to really changing the head weight of the three wood, that that's a little bit of a red flag because, the fact that the swing weight will get so much lighter um, and we should talk about how you change swing weight in a little bit, but shortening a club will, will light, will make the swing weight lighter. So that may be counterproductive to what, to what they, you know, their perfect three woods going to be if they shorten it that much, but also want the head to feel heavy. So I want to get to the, we'll, we'll save the tinkering conversation for just a, in a few more minutes. Do you find that uh, like a player, uh like well so some players i think will be more overall weight sensitive some players will be swing weight sensitive and less overall weight sensitive do you see a pattern in player type and who's sensitive who's which which you they're more sensitive to no i don't think there's a, a tremendous player type some players aren't really sensitive to either either um right and um I know at one time I've changed swing weights uh, with players, you know, PGA Tour players. So um, you would think, you know, they're going to be the most sensitive to any little change to the equipment. Some of them certainly are, but sometimes you could change the, the swing weight a substantial amount and they would never even know that the swing weight changed. And an example of, of how you would do that or why it would come up in a fitting is if you're kind of going through some driver shafts and they try a uh, – 60 gram driver shaft at 45 inches. And then you've got another one that's 70 grams and 45 and a half inches. And they say, let me try that one. And um, a heavier shaft at a longer length is going to make the swing weight um, quite a bit heavier. A lot of times players, if you ask them, can you tell the difference in how heavy the head feels? They w- it, wouldn't, it wouldn't even regis- register for them. Where other players, if you take that same 60 gram, 45 inch club, and make another one a quarter inch longer or shorter, they would say the head feels dramatically different to them. So um, I've, I've seen high handicappers that don't make good contact be able to pick that up, as well as players that have won major championships not not notice that. So I don't know that there's a, um, a, a trend there. Okay, so let's talk about – so I guess then that, that answers another question that I had, which was about performance. So – uh, you know, like when we say, hey, let's shorten the length or let's increase the length, typically that's going to have a direct correlation to club head speed. Yeah. With with swing weight, it sounds like it's more of a player feel, player preference, more so than it is like a, if you do A, B will happen. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a little more nuanced. I know if, if you take the golfer out of the equation and kind of look at uh, some, some robot testing that we may have done, uh, the robot doesn't have feel, so it's not going to react to kind of what the head feels down at, feels like down at the bottom there. Um, and you can program it to um, apply a certain amount of amperage to make the, the arm of the robot swing. And if you make the head heavier and you keep everything else the same, so essentially your swing weight is heavier, um, the head's going to be moving a little bit slower at impact when the robot hits it compared to if the head were a, a little bit lighter there. Um, I think we've also seen um, a, there's a little bit of evidence that if you make the head heavier, it hits the ball harder, which is, is sort of true. But um, in, in practice, you don't really see um, enough of a, of a benefit on the, the head hitting the ball harder until the club head would be so heavy that you can't swing it fast enough or it would sort of cease right. to feel like a golf club at all. So we really don't associate swing weight with, with a ball speed uh, readout. Okay, so let's say that a golfer just says, hey, I've never checked my swing weights before. I've never really thought about swing weights before. And I guess how would a golfer go about, about tackling that? How would a golfer go about uh, doing a spec check? You know, we talked about that on the tune-up fitting a lot, but um, if a golfer wants to go do a spec check, how would they go do that? Yeah, the easiest way um, would be to go to one of their retailers or even a lot of um, uh, pro shops, you know, uh, country clubs or, or uh, public courses in the, in the pro shop. They'll have that swing weight scale. It's a relatively inexpensive uh, scale to, to acquire. Or you can even, for our tinkers out there, you can even have one, you know, in your, in your garage and kind of, uh, I know you have one at home. Uh, check your specs at home. There's actually a, a formula that you can do um, if you have the ability to weigh components. I don't know the formula, but there is a way you could do it basically like like long division, you know, on a piece the, of paper. The tricky part with that one, because I've tried it, trust me, I've tried it before, before I had my, my own scale, but um, if you have to give the exact uh, weight of your driver shaft, you know what the raw uncut weight is by checking the specs. But okay. unless you then weighed it after it was trimmed to length, you don't really know how heavy the shaft is. Yeah, unless you kept the excess um, that you trimmed. Right, and even with uh, driver heads, like maybe you can weigh the driver head, um, but... Uh, yeah, less accurate. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, yeah, the best way I think to do it is you, you can make good estimates based on how length, what's the length and what's the overall weight. Um, but I think there's two, there's two ways. Um, the, the best way is to use a swing weight scale. Yeah. Use the same scale for every club to make sure that there's a standardization there. Yeah, the that's a thing, point to note. Just any, any measurement you're making, swing weight's no different. There could be a variance from one machine to the next, one brand to the next. Um, so if you're, if you're checking swing weight, um, you know, check all the clubs on the same machine, and then, and, and then um, you know, if you need to check it again, try and check it on that machine again, or, or at, at least um, um, try and keep that consistent if you can. So right. glad you brought that yeah. up. The other way that you can not get an exact measurement, but you can see which clubs are uh, heavier or lighter swing weight is to find the balance point of that club and then measure that distance from uh, the grip 
And if you can do that, you'll be able to start seeing a pattern and see that, uh, um, you know, certain clubs uh, are going to feel heavier or, or lighter. So if your irons are all over the place, you know, maybe these aren't, aren't quite uh, balanced correctly. Um, so let's say we want to change a swing weight. So let's say, uh, you know, a very popular one is uh, the driver comes at 45 and a half inches, but, you know, I prefer my drivers at 45 inches. Um, so that's a really popular one. We, we mentioned it before, length and swing weight are very closely tied. If it, the driver was at D2 before, what's it going to be at now, and how do we get it back to this, the standard swing weight? Yeah, so as you, as you change the length of a golf club that's already assembled, so if you're cutting it down a half an inch in that case, you're going to change the swing weight. If you add length, you're going to change the swing weight, so they're tied to one another. And, and on a, a driver, it's about an eighth of an inch or three sixteenths kind of in there um, of a change in length to change the swing weight one point. So if you change it uh, a half of an inch, you know, you can go down three, three swing weight points. So you're going to take that D2 to C9. So um, the 45 inch may feel great, but now how do I make the head feel like it's, it's the proper weight? You've got to add weight to that end to get it back to the D2. If, if in fact D2 is the, the target swing weight. And on that end of the golf club, um, it takes about a little under uh, two grams um, to change the swing weight one, one point. Um, the most common way or the old school way, uh, still uh, popular today is to use lead tape. It takes about, um, um, you know, a half inch strip of lead tape off a roll like that. Um, four inches long um, is about two grams. So you'd, you'd maybe do two two-inch strips, and you could change uh, your, your swing weight a couple of points there. So it, it seems like length, changing length is actually more sensitive to changing swing weight than taking or subtracting, subtracting weight. Because like you said, that if you need to add two swing weight points, that's like eight inches of half-inch lead tape. That's a pretty good amount of lead tape to get that weight back when you're only cutting, you know, like a half-inch off the end of the driver. Yeah, so essentially what you're doing is um, uh, making the, the golf club heavier, um, the, the total club heavier and retaining the same swing weight. Right. So, um, okay, so we, you mentioned, you know, two grams of weight is in the head is about one swing weight point. A half inch of length is about three swing weight points. So those are good rules of thumb if you're considering a length change or, you know, we've seen golfers, you know, a golfer like Phil, he likes to have a lot of weight in the heel of his clubs because he likes to be able to turn, turn the club over. I've seen golfers that just say, Hey, you know, I, 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 you know, I miss on the heel a lot. So I want to put a lot of uh, weight on the, on the heel, bring the center of gravity position a little closer, uh, combat the big right miss, but you can't just add weight you know, without uh, swing weight changing as well. Yeah. Um, in fact, they could, that potentially could be a little counterproductive because uh, um, I don't know if this is a rule of thumb or if it's something I've noticed uh, over the years. Um, I've definitely heard it from some other players, some other people. Um, the heavier swing weights, if there's any sort of shot shape bias to it, it's, it's likely that it's a hard, harder uh, club to, to hook. Um, I've observed that quite frequently 
Um, so if you're putting a lot of weight in the heel, which is uh, essentially adding draw bias to a club, but your total weight gets really heavy, that, that could be just counterproductive. So ideally, you want to move the CG of the, of the club head without dramatically altering the total weight. So you got to take weight out of the head from somewhere in hopes that you're, you're repositioning it into the heel. And, and a lot of today's drivers in particular have some adjustability in terms of um, screws that are, are different weights. Um, all the Callaway drivers, of course, have, have screws in the bottom. So some of them have uh, about 14 grams of screw, um, you know, whether it's one screw or two, uh, uh, two different screws or even up to uh, 16 grams. Yep. So you can take weight out of one of those and then kind of, um, you know, remember how much weight you're reducing from those and then reposition it into the heel. So that's a way to move the CG bias to try and change your shot shape without changing your swing weight. So let's talk about one of the most common at-home tinkering projects. Never a bad idea to put fresh grips on your clubs. Yeah. Um, you know, golfers are oftentimes, you know, you know, ignore their grips or they don't realize how much the grip has changed over the past year or two years or longer. Um, just because, you know, every time you use them, they don't change substantially. But let's say a golfer gets, gets new clubs, um, they wear through the grips, they want to put on new grips, and it's a popular thing to do. I want to go mid-size grips. Um, so they go to their local store or go online, order some mid-size grips, install the clubs, done deal. Yeah, and um, it does seem like uh, players will try different grips, you know, rather than just replace the same grip that they they had prior. Um, and not all grips weigh the same. There's sort of a uh, a trend for most grips to be near 50 grams if they're standard size, but a, a bigger grip is going to come with a, a, a greater amount of weight to it. So if you put a 60 gram grip or a 62 gram grip on there, and they were 45 grams with the the grips that you had prior putting a lot more weight on the grip into the golf club. And again, every five grams roughly is going to change the swing weight one point lighter. So you're going heavier in total weight, but lighter in swing weight. Um, and that's something to be aware of. Um, sometimes it's sort of a non-issue. If maybe the club started at D2 and the heavier grip got you to D0 and you actually like that better. Um, or uh, sometimes it's not that critical of an issue either because the, the fact that the grip is bigger far outweighs the fact that the head got lighter. So the player just really likes to feel the grips and, and the club actually got better even though the swing weight got lighter. That, that, that's certainly possible. Right. So like if you can hold the grip with less tension, that's going to be a far bigger benefit than the swing weight change, which most golfers probably won't even notice. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard it the other way too, where someone wanted to try a bigger grip for whatever reason and that that you know it ended up as a disaster because they lost the sensation of where the the head was through the swing because the swing right. weight was too light for them now um let's say that uh i want to just replace my grips um on my uh, just you know uh replacement but i see that uh you know there's so many different options of my grip but here's a good example you know, the popular Golf Pride multi-compound grip. Yeah. You know, that grip comes in about, uh, I don't know, 15 or 20 colors. Um, it's got different sizes. It's got different tapers. What's, 
what are the things I should be looking out if I'm not doing an exact replacement of the same exact model of my grid? Yeah, it almost looks the same, but a little different. Sometimes the, the, the color will affect how heavy the grip is. Um, I guess uh, rubber. The color? You're saying the color? The color, yeah. So it sounds kind of funny, but if you think about it, the color of, of rubber um, starts pretty much black. Uh, I guess that's why tires on our cars are, are always black because you're trying to keep the, the weight of, of the tires as light as possible. So a, a grip that's black um, is likely to be a little bit lighter than the same grip model that's, that's white. So they're, they're adding, uh, I don't know, not to, be, not to sound untechnical, they're adding paint to the rubber to make it a, a color um, that's white and it gets a little bit heavier there. So that's something to kind of be aware of. It may not be drastically different, but it could be a little bit heavier, the lighter, the color. How did you discover that? How did, how did that come to be like, like that knowledge to you? Was that something you read or that's something you've experienced? No, that was just by, uh, putting grips on and, and kind of wondering what's going on here. So, uh, there was actually a former employee who was a club fitter for us that um, got some grips from, uh, I believe they were Lampkins, one of, the, one of the Lampkin REL or 3Gen grips that they were making, you know, five or 10 years ago. And he had the same grip and it was, it was either a black one or a gray one. And we put them on and, and then um, we checked the swing weights and the swing weight was um, significantly lighter. And um, I said, were your swing weights always light? And he says, no. And so we took the two grips and weighed them and the white one was um it was quite a bit heavier actually it was um you know like seven or eight grams different in, in weight and i think the other thing about that grip too that can be a factor is it had cord in it and the, and the darker one did not have cord so some of the corded grips will often be a little bit heavier than um than the, the same grip without cord so that's the right. cotton cotton string woven into the rubber there to, to add some uh, texture. So the the another popular thing that golfers uh, will write into us or ask us a lot about is, you know, I I love my e either two things. I love my driver, but the shaft is too heavy, too light, too soft, too firm, and I'm looking to try other shafts. Or, you know, I I the shafts are removable, so I tried my buddy shaft and my driver head this weekend, and either I loved it or I hated it. Um, and then the other one is I, I love this shaft. Um, and now I want to put it on a new driver head. So what did, what are some lookouts for golfers who are either changing shafts on their current driver head or they love their shaft and they want to buy a newer driver head and, and pop that on, the, on their existing shaft? Well, the shafts themselves, um, can have different design characteristics or features and have different balance points. So you can think of a shaft without a grip and without a head is having a swing weight as well. Um, and some of them will, will be heavier and some of them will be lighter. Even if, you know, you're looking at two different shafts that are on paper similar, 60 gram stiff flex, and you're going to build them at the same length. So the lighter swing weight shafts are commonly referred to nowadays uh, as counterbalance shafts or higher balance point shafts. Mm -hmm. So you could build the, the club to the same spec 
um, and then have a different swing weight. So you kind of want to be aware of, of whether or not the shaft is kind of known to have a heavier, heavier swing weight to it or a lighter swing weight to it. Uh, right now, I know the, that the one on the heavy side that's being tested, um, that's kind of the popular one to try right now is the new KBS uh, TD shaft. It's known to have a little bit heavier uh, balance point to it. So if you um, are playing a D4 swing weight driver and, and you get yourself a brand new KBS shaft and you build it up exactly the same length and grip, might be you might have a D5 or 6 all of a sudden. Mm. You know, depending on what shaft you had prior. And you and I did an experiment, um, I don't know now, six six months ago or so, where we took the exact same driver shaft, same model, same flex, same length, but one of them was tipped an inch and the other was not. Yeah, so you and, can potentially get a little different swing weight with the same shaft depending on how you how you assemble it. That's a good and comment. that one, I recall, there was a one swing weight point difference between the one that was tipped was a, a one swing weight point lighter than the one that was not tipped. Yeah. And it makes sense. You know, the, the thicker part of the shaft is towards the grip end. And so when you're tipping the – when you're removing some of the tip, you're basically uh, having more – of you're cutting off less of the thicker part of the shaft so it's going to be more weight up top it's going to be a little bit lighter yeah and that that could potentially be we could do some more testing that could be something that's not universal um with all shafts depending on the the design of the shaft um so we we should right. uh, add more that testing is that. needed yeah um all right so let's as we wrap up here um let's say that a golfer does does figure out you know i really like my my irons at, at d2 or i like my irons let's say a little heavy d5 um is that something when the the golfers ordering clubs or getting new clubs that that is an element of the fitting that they can specify yeah it uh it certainly is and there's there's limitations on that as well um um i know um tip plugs can get put into the into the hosel um, to increase the swing weight. Um, so you've got some um, flexibility on targeting certain swing weights, but in general, um, if, if you're the type of player that you know you want a specific swing weight, um, you can kind of work your other specs around that. So if you know you want a relatively light swing weight, you kind of want to stay away from the ultra heavy shafts you want to stay away from the ultra light grips. You want to stay away from adding a whole lot of length to your clubs because all of those things are going to contribute to making the swing weight a, a little bit heavier. Right. On the on the flip side of that, if if you want a light swing weight, um, um, or I'm sorry, if you want a heavy swing weight, you want to uh, avoid things like shortening your irons all a half an inch because you may right. not be able to get to the target swing weight that, that you're after. Right. Um, so any swing weight that's possible, if you order it um, either custom through your local golf course pro shop or on CallawayGolf.com and specify the swing weight, if it's possible, they'll do everything they can to build it to that. If, if it's someone who's 6'4", wants it an inch and a half over length and says they want a C8 swing weight, probably not going to happen. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. They're going to have a sledgehammer for the most part. And for that that player, the fact that the swing weight's maybe 
not as common as someone using a, a length closer as normal is going to get um, overwhelmed by the length of the club being proper for him. So swing right. weight in general is something you kind of fine tune the clubs with rather than you start, start with. Right. So yeah. So the benefit of posture and length and all that for a longer club will outweigh it may be feeling a little heavier than, than they think they want. Yeah. Yeah. And one way um, and we touched on it before for that player to um, get a swing weight that doesn't make the club feel so head heavy is to play a lighter weight shaft. So um, for the, for all the, like the plus one and a half and two inch guys, we often put them in fairly lightweight shafts um, for their swing speed. Um, and then you can also try and um, target shafts that are known to have a little higher balance point. So KBS is a real popular one for the over length crowd. Well, there you have it. Um, all right, Garrett, any final words on swing weight? I think we did a pretty good job of, of uh, covering all, all the important stuff. I'd say to wrap, to summarize, swing weight is more more important for some than others. It's kind of a player dependent from a sensitivity standpoint. It alone will not drive performance, but having consistency across your clubs is is typically a best practice. Yeah, and if you develop a preference for how the how heavy the head should feel, um, it's just something to be aware of as you're going through the process of of getting your your next set of clubs um, right. and knowing what will impact the swing weight. Do you change. have any, do you have any preferences of your own? Yeah, I'm fairly, uh, I guess no, normal, uh, or pretty common. I like my, uh, my driver, um, D three, D two and a half sometimes. Um, mm. I like, uh, my irons all D three and a half. And I play my wedges at D four. So kind of right in a, a fairly typical range. Um, yeah. every, every now and then I'll use a utility iron. Um, instead of a hybrid and I, I need a lightweight shaft in the utility iron for me to create enough speed and enough height for that club to kind of fit in the bag properly. So I'll put like a, a, a hybrid shaft in the utility iron rather than, than my iron shaft. Mm -hmm. So as I go ultra light on the shaft, um, even though it's like an iron, I like the swing weight to be heavier just, um, and that was through trial and trial and error. Right. So I'll, I'll make a utility iron at D4 or D5 if I can. Right. Yeah, I'm D3 pretty much all the way to my wedges, and then I like those, you know, the last two, the, the 54, 60, I like those more like D5, so a little heavier. Yeah, I have um, um, swung um, wedges built like Sergio's where they're super counterbalanced and pretty heavy mm -hmm. um, with the weights at the end of the grip, and that's uh, it feels pretty good on a wedge. I've never – you know, built my own that way, but I've right. played with them around at the test center here. And I think it feels pretty good to hit pitch shots when there's a lot of weight in your hands. So, yeah. Heavy uh, is good for slow, for slower swinging. Like the, yeah. uh, uh, the stroke lab putters, uh, it's a yep. little similar to that concept, I guess. So maybe something to right. think about for uh, the tinkerer out there. All right. Well, if you have any questions for us about swing weight, anything we missed, uh, you can always hit us up on the Callaway community, callawaygolf.com slash community. Head over to the fitting corner thread. All of your questions will be answered there. The best questions will get pulled out and covered on a future podcast or even on the live show we do, uh, the fitting room live on Sirius XM PJ tour radio, where you can also call in and ask us your questions live. Garrett and I will be there to answer them every Monday night at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM 
PGA Tour Radio. Um, if you've not checked it out yet, uh, uh, you got to check out the Callaway Distance Fitting Program. Super cool program. I like to call it the Fitting Room Hotline because you can schedule 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one time with a certified master fitter to talk through anything you're having in your bag or, or any you're thinking about any new clubs that you want. And it's extremely detailed, um, extremely thorough, and uh, you'll get a, a great um, you, you'll get great recommendations on what clubs and what uh, configurations will be best uh, for you. Um, this episode of The Fitting Room was produced by Tyler Sheehan. It was recorded by Jen Turk and edited by Trevor Miglarino. The Fitting Room is part of the Callaway Golf Podcast Network. We'll be back next week with more from The Fitting Room Podcast.